You're listening to The Anatomy of a Book, Episode 19. Have you ever wanted to know what it takes to write a book? I'm sharing all the gritty details in these weekly audio journal entries recorded as I work on my third book. Follow along with my trials and triumphs as I go from an empty page to a published book. I'm your host, Dr. Katie Linder. Hi, I'm back to check in on progress for my book on managing your professional academic identity online. Uh, It is about a month since my previous recording, so I'm calling this the recording for month six of working on the book. Um, And I have to say at this point, I'm actually really missing working on the book. Um, Similarly to kind of how I reported last time, I've been um, working on other projects. I have a virtual book tour coming up. It launches in about a week, and that's taking up three days of my time. I'll be doing presentations for 10 different schools over those three days, um, all related to my second book on blended course design. And then I have a series of three consulting events um, that are happening about maybe a week after that. Uh, across the country. I'm traveling to New York for that. And then I go directly from New York to another city for a work trip. Um, And then I come back and then I travel again about a week after that for another work trip to Chicago. So it's a very heavy time in terms of other projects and trying to fit in promotion for book two um, in the midst of just work commitments and and other things that I'm trying to get done. And then the maintenance for things like um, my podcast and the regular weekly essay that I'm putting out as well. Um, so at this point, I really am just, I miss the book. I want to get back to it. Um, and I'm really starting to think about how I can do that in a way that's a little more concentrated. Um, I don't Uh, And maybe this is just a justification to myself, but I don't feel like at this stage, you know, kind of chipping away in in small sessions um, of, you know, 15 minutes here or there is really going to satisfy what I want to do. Um, And I certainly could get things done, but I just feel like I need to dive in again. Um, And I would love to be able to clear off a couple days to do that. So what I'm starting to think about is just I'm not sure um, I'm going to be able to clear my deck until after March. Um, And I'm just kind of settling into that as a a fact that I'm working with. Um, And even like scheduling um, the profiles that I talked about on the last episode, um, and getting those on my calendar, it's I just haven't wanted to do it because I think I'm not going to be around, um, and it's going to be really difficult to fit all those things in with everything else I'm working on. So um, when I start getting into April and May, my calendar clears out significantly in terms of consulting projects, um, and I'll be working on some book promotion for a new edited collection that's coming out and also um, pushing out some information about my first book, which is coming out in paperback this spring. So everything kind of all seems to be happening at once. Um, and again, like I talked about on the last episode, it's it's a good problem to have, but it is really impacting the time I feel like I can carve out for this book. So um, what has been really interesting, though, I did mention on this last uh, episode, uh, possibly a new direction for my coaching coming out of this book. And um, that has continued to grow. And so I've decided to nurture it a little bit. I actually went to a conference um, after the last episode at the end of January. And um, several people approached me and talked with me about this this new project I'm working on with the book. And 
wanted to know if I offered coaching and consulting around professional website design, um, around social media strategy for personal branding. And it just really got me thinking about this is an area that people really seem to have a need for. And I don't see a lot of um, services being offered in this area. So I decided to start exploring it. Um, and I reached out to some people I know to see um, how they might be interested in maybe working with me on developing a professional website so I can kind of dip my toe in that water a little bit. I've certainly designed my own sites, my own book websites, but I've never done it for other people. Um, and so this is something I've kind of tried to squeeze in. So I, I'm definitely seeing kind of the irony of adding that on top of everything when I don't feel like I have time for the book. Um, and I think in some ways, I feel like that those efforts are like these little kind of kind of creative moments that are keeping me engaged in the topic of the book because the conversations I'm having with people um, to start those web designs are really related um, very heavily to what I'm talking about in the book. And I feel like in some ways it could serve as like a really good example um, for some of the chapters I'm working on. So I'm starting, I guess I'm using it as like one way to stay connected to the content of the book when I feel like I'm being pulled in all these other directions content wise for other projects that really have nothing to do with this, um, this third book's topic. Um, but I should also say I'm just feeling uh, feelings of guilt uh, that I'm not finishing the book, that I'm not even making like any progress on it. Um, I'm still feeling a lot of fear that's gone kind of up and down throughout this whole process. But I think there's a lot of fear. Um, just can I really be the person who's writing this book and talking about these issues? And maybe that's also why I'm starting to move toward these web design consultations so that I can feel more confident about when this book comes out, that I am that person. Um, and I did also recently read a Rub book. I'm actually still in the middle of it on personal branding. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, and one of the things that the person talks about is, especially when you're making a transition to a new area of expertise, it's important to be able to tell the story of that transition and to talk to people about why you're the person who is, you know, able to be that expert and who is credible in that area. And so it really got me thinking about, you know, why do I think I'm the person who can write this book? Um, and I, I just made a list and I started listing out the kinds of opportunities that I've had in the past, you know, couple of years that are upcoming, like, you know, managing the social media for the journal that I work on, managing the social media for my research unit, promoting several books, doing a virtual book tour, um, overhauling kind of my own online presence a couple different times, developing my professional website, you know, all these different kinds of things. And the list got pretty long. And it, it did make me think, you know, there's something here. Um, but even six months in, you know, the book is really far along in terms of the content and in terms of the time I've spent there. And yet I'm still questioning. I mean, I think that that's maybe a valuable thing to share is that that doesn't go away. And, you know, even as I'm promoting my second book on blended course design, I'm questioning, you know, I wrote the book on it. And I'm still kind of questioning myself when I'm giving presentations or webinars on these topics, like, am I really the person to be talking about, you know, best practice in this area? Um, and part of that is because I'm no longer really doing the kind of work that I was doing when I wrote the book. So I feel like there's always these kind of 
anxieties that crop up and these questionings of our own identities and our own areas of expertise. And I don't know, maybe it just feels like we're never enough and we're never going to be kind of the expert that's really substantiated in terms of a particular area or topic. So I've been wrestling a lot with that. And I think it's made worse by the fact that I'm not in the book right now. And I think if I was, you know, steeped in it and really working on it, maybe I wouldn't feel this fear so much. I don't know. Um, Maybe it would kind of comfort me that I, you know, I'm as far along in the book as I am. So I'm struggling. I mean, I'm really challenged by the fact that I don't have the time that I want and even more challenged and more frustrated and, you know, feeling shame about the fact that I'm not making the time. I could be carving out, you know, a couple hours here and there to really make progress on the book. So I think what I'm going to try to do, um, and I don't even, I mean, I'm going to commit to this and I don't even know if I can hold up my end of the bargain given my travel that's coming up. But I'm going to try to do something each week in the coming weeks that is tied to the book and that is explicitly tied to it in terms of writing or working on those profiles. You know, maybe I don't need to reach out to everybody in one batch. I can reach out to just a couple people at a time. Um, Or maybe I don't need to overhaul or revise an entire chapter. I can just take a paragraph and, and look at it on its own. But I'm going to try to get back to weekly updates um, with this with this show and see if I can kind of work myself back into a mode where I'm feeling more connected to the book. And it may even mean that I take another retreat um, in April or May if I can carve out that time. Uh, it's a difficult time for me to be away from work. So um, it's something that I need to think about. But even a weekend, two-day retreat, I mean, I if I can clear the plates, maybe that's what this is going to look like is I'll carve out some weekend time. So thanks for following along. I mean, this is writing books. It's such an up and down. There's so many emotions that go into it. And I'm happy to share it here. Um, But I admit, I mean, I'm embarrassed to some degree of what I've not been able to do um, and that I've not been able to get back into this in the way that I want. And as I said, when I opened the episode, I'm just really missing it. Um, This is a project that I actually really, really like. And um, I feel so strongly about it. And I just, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it just feels like it's a part of you when you're working on a project this big. And so when you can't get back to it, it's difficult. So thanks for following along. I'll be back hopefully next week with another update. And I'm Katie Linder. Thanks for listening. Show notes and transcripts for every episode of The Anatomy of a Book can be found at katielinder.work slash podcast. That's katielinder.work slash podcast. If you like The Anatomy of a Book, please consider leaving the show a review in iTunes. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And tell your friends and colleagues, the best promotion for the show is definitely word of mouth. You can also hear from me each week on the Research in Action podcast and the You've Got This podcast, Both are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. I also produce a free weekly email newsletter called Learn Like a Boss that focuses on topics like productivity, resilience, and creativity. Subscribe to this newsletter at katielinder.work to get it delivered directly to your inbox each week. If you want to learn more about my work and projects, visit my website at katielinder.work. Thanks for listening.